Hey, Tony, uh, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. I'm just bored. Bored? Yeah. You don't have to be bored. Why? There's the Pod Bros Podcasting Network, you fool. What's that? It's a podcasting network. You listen to podcasts like talk radio, but a million times better. Oh, wow. Where's that at? Podbros.com. Is, what is that on the, on, the, on the interwebs? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, man. All right. Well, I got to go and get the internet and then listen to the Pod Bros things. You do that. Okay. Bye. See ya. See ya. Anywho, feel free to check us out on Facebook, Kapowcast2015. We also have a Gmail account, Kapowcast Podcast, and also on Twitter, at Kapowcast. I got to go catch that little fucker. Hey, what are you doing over there? Shut up. Welcome to episode 67 of Kapowcast. So close to the Big Bang. Yes. I'm wrapped up in episode 69. <laughs> um, I am Mike, and with me today is Mr. Tony Vance. Kapowcast. And we are welcoming you to Kapowcast, and we're taking a trip to the trailer park. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> It was, uh, this entire week has been nothing but trailers, 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 trailers. So instead of me racking my brain and trying to think of some off the cuff, uh, half-assed <laughs> Mashugana idea, <laughs> I think it's better that we just talk about all these trailers because it came out of the blue too. Well, and you know, it's it's getting that time of year, 2016, where, where you've only a few weeks left, um, and the you know we're going to be doing our year review here soon in a couple weeks of all the movies that came out, and it's time to start gearing up for 2017. There's no break. There's no rest. There's just the next battle, hmm. and we're just got to gear up for the what's next that, year. What's that from? Uh, G.I. Joe. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's from something. From I feel my, like it's from I, my mind. I feel like Captain America would say that that there's no rest. There's only the, the next battle. Yes, it, there's no rest for us pop culturalists. No, it's a continuing, ever turning wheel. And this week we're already, you know, it's, we're in full swing. We're in 2017 mode. We're not even done with 2016, but we're in 2017 mode. And this week kicked off right. Kicked off strong with the uh, release of a new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer mm-hmm. that I didn't expect because we just got that teaser like a month ago, if that. Has it been? Yeah, I think about a yeah, a little yeah, about a month because it was with Doctor Strange. Every every time we do an episode, I, I it, it kind of makes me realize how much time I've lost. Like I just have no idea time frame wise of anything anymore. Time is nothing more than an idea. What's with you with these prophecy <laughs> shit today? Listen, I've been doing some things. You've been eating been a lot of fortune cookies? I have. <laughs> he just orders the, the fucking Chinese. I don't like Chinese food. I just get the, I just get the Chinese, the fortune cookies. I need something to say. We're actually from America. <laughs> uh, so yes, the I Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh Fantastic! They premiered it during some sort of sporting event. I don't know what it was. I think basket baseball. Basketball. Basketball. Basketball is <laughs> a thing now. It was during basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it was either during basketball or or, or a fo- college football. College. That's a thing, right? College football. Yeah. Yeah. College football is a thing. It's a thing. That's like the U of M versus U- uh, Michigan State. That's college football. Or as I like to think of it, Wolverine versus Leonidas. Huh. 300 versus X-Men? Yeah. 
Boom. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you think of it? Of the Guardians? Of the new Guardians trailer. I, I, I liked it. Um, I don't, like, I, I feel like I might get crucified when people see me when I say this, but I, I, I don't know how I feel about Baby Groot. Like, I feel that he might get a little bit overwhelmingly annoying. Overexposed? Yeah. Like, it's... People went so apeshit over the end of Guardians 1 and the baby Groot at the end of it that I feel like it might be getting milked for mm-hmm. marketing purposes, for toys and just every girl in America losing And it's going to work. <laughs> I know. Um but me personally, I like the big towering Groot, like the the strong arm powering, uh, you know, soft hearted, gentle giant. Gentle, I guess, yeah. I was gonna say something very mean, very derogatory, but I guess I shouldn't. <laughs> um, where this this baby Groot, I feel it. I don't know. I I think me personally, unless they find a way. Uh, I might get kind of annoyed by the end of the movie because if it's like a two-hour movie like they have been, that's two hours worth of Baby Groot. That's a lot of Baby Groot. That's not 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's two hours. Yeah, it makes you wonder if, you know, because all the directors will always say every time they do these movies, I don't go into it thinking about a sequel. But you go in and you know they're going to do a sequel. Yeah. You know, were they already in the thinking originally that they were going to, if they continue the movie, they were going to put Baby Groot? Or are they like, oh, that worked really well. Yeah. So the next logical thing would be to keep Baby Groot around a little bit longer. I guess so. I, uh, I'm more curious for this movie about the relationship with uh, Quill and Drax and Gamora. Like, it wasn't really explored all that much. Like, we had our relationship with Rocket and Groot in the first one, but I'm really curious how they're going to play this off with, with Drax, especially Drax. I've already been very impressed with him in the past two trailers. Yes, he's super He's hilarious. actually had, like, the two funniest parts in all the trailers. Yeah. That have, has Gamora done any speaking parts in the trailers? I don't think she's had a speaking No, I have to go back and watch it. I actually only watched that trailer like a couple times. Uh, not like some other trailers that I went back in this week that I went back and watched five or six times. Really? Uh, but I only watched it a couple times. But so my memory might be a little foggy on it. I, I'm going to go with I don't think she had any speaking parts. Uh, I know one of the other like exciting things is I... I Still want to see, like, what Sylvester Stallone's role is going to be in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we know that Kurt Russell is wow. playing Ego. Right. Living Planet. Um, and also, I can't wait for the soundtrack. Because see that was going to put on there. That time. was, like, one of the huge things with the last one was the soundtrack that just went. Number one on the Billboard charts. Bonkers. It's a really and, good soundtrack, uh, too. I saw something. I forget what it was, where they were talking about how James Gunn, he... Uh, when he when he puts songs in a movie, he doesn't just put a song in just to put it in. Yeah. He actually writes the script around what he's putting in. Uh-huh. There's a reason for the song in certain spots. And I guess there is uh, a scene they did where they were going to be using a David Bowie song that in may the, or may not have ended up getting cut okay, so from the original or from the second movie. So, oh, it's from the second movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't know if we're going to end up seeing it or not, but... Very excited for the soundtrack, and I think that's this is going to be a a solid way for not only Marvel, but for summer blockbuster season to kick off is, well, kick it off with the one movie that no one expected to even get a sequel, probably. Right. That a lot of people didn't anticipate would be a huge success. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the first of many hard sells. Yeah, the first of like a trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> of hard sells for Marvel that all paid off dividends. Uh-huh. You know, it was that, Ant-Man, and uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Whew. It's blowing up. It's still, I think, racking in money. It's one of the... I know I saw a list uh, the other day 
It was the 10 highest grossing movies of 2016, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of a, a weird list to already have because there's still technically a couple weeks left. Right, and you got Rogue One. And Rogue One still hasn't even hit. But uh, every movie in the top 10 was either one of two things. It was either a comic book movie uh-huh. or a kid's movie. Mm. All of that will wait with the exception of one. Fantastic Beast. Oh, okay. But still haven't seen that. Everything else, it was, you know, Suicide Squad. Uh, let's see. Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, Doctor Strange, Civil War, uh, Jungle Book, Zootopia, uh, Fantastic Beast, uh, Finding Dory. Secret Life of Pets. And I forget what the other one was. Maybe X-Men? No. I don't think so. I don't know. Probably not X-Men. Might have been another kid's movie. But anyways. Was um, it uh, that new one that just came out? Um, Mohan? No. No? No. I heard that was doing pretty good. I don't know where it's, it's sitting, but I heard that uh, it had a big opening weekend. Um, Guardians, when does that even come out? I don't know. With with the over amount of trailers that came out this week, and I think I'm only saying this. No, no, home Homecoming comes out in July. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. May 5th. I was about to say, it has to be somewhere at the beginning of summer because we just got our second trailer. So, yeah, we're about six months away from that. There'll probably be another two trailers by the time. Two trailers, at least. There'll probably be another one probably around February, March-ish. Yeah, because this one does the Christmas season. And then there'll be another one probably like a month away from when it comes out. Yeah. Just don't reveal too much. Keep some mystery. Um, it's, it's kind of, like I said, it's already weird to me that we already have two trailers uh-huh. in the span of two months. In the track record, thinking back, I feel like Marvel has been pretty good in the past uh, couple of years with not revealing a lot with their trailers. Uh, we always go into the movie thinking that they revealed so much and then you get so much more on top of what you've already seen. Uh, Extra helping. Yeah. Just, you know, it's like that fourth plate on Thanksgiving. You just... I don't don't make it to a fourth plate. (laughs) I could could easily make it to a fourth plate. But it's like that fourth plate. You know, you you, you sit there and you're not regretting it. You're not regretting it, but you walk out happy and stuffed like a fat boy. (laughs) Just to the, the brim. And that's... And that's how that's a very good analogy, though. That's that's how I feel that we're going to start getting by the end of the year in in the next couple of years is we have so many of these movies coming out now. Like, you know, we have all all these trailers that we're talking about. And on top of that, we still have Wonder Woman, Mm -hmm. Justice League, Thor, Star Wars, episode uh, eight, eight thousand eight episode eight. So it's, it, yeah, every year it seems like it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's going to be harder for me to see all these because I'm not going to have the money. Yeah. Um, I, Excuse me. I'm, I'm actually, from my personal, like, viewpoint, I'm afraid of getting burnt out. Like, it just, like, there's, there's spurts in, in my past history where I go and I read so many comic books for so long, and then I take, like, a six-month hiatus and then it's a three months on top of that to get back into it to figure out where to start. And I, I feel like it, it, that might... I don't want it to. I'm not saying that I want it to. I'm saying that it's just how I am. That somewhere down the line, I'm going to get burnt out and be like, Jesus, another two and a half hour movie. This better be worth it. And I'm sure I'll go and sit through it and just love every second of it. I, but I'll, I'll, I'll become more bitchy towards them. I wonder too, like if it's going to get to a point where like we reach the the peak of the mountain, yeah, and then it just starts to be a slow. But I don't know. 
Because it's not like Marvel, like every movie has been better than the next. They're a consistently like a wave, yeah. like, but a, still a good wave. Like it's kind of up, kind of down, but still maintaining. We haven't had that like one yet that just like, boom. Yeah, it just hits the ground. Um, I agree with you. Like uh, it's, it's a lot like um, what's popping in my head right now. It's a lot like The Walking Dead where you get this one episode where something huge happens and then you have like three filler episodes to where something huge happens again where the marvel movies you have like you have you have civil war all right mm-hmm. so after civil war we got doctor strange which was good but nowhere on par with the civil war uh then you'll have like thor ragnarok which to me knowing what uh ragnarok is should be Severely epic, but in the grand scheme of the Marvel universe, uh, it'll be another stepping stone towards something else. Well, and it, it has been said that that movie has the most weight going into Infinity War. It's going to be the one that uh, be the uh, the 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 missing piece. The, yeah, the jump off point. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. We we could talk about Marvel a little bit more later on, uh, but Guardians of the Galaxy. Excited for it. Can't wait. Um, we got another trailer just a day later, I think it was, for uh, Transformers 5. 5. <laughs> Transformers 5. Was it a day later? day or two later, yeah. Or was it the same day? It could have been the same day, too. I want to say that it was probably like roughly the same, the same day. Because I want to say that, yeah, because... On the Kapowcast Facebook, you posted the Guardians, and then literally, I feel like it was the same day later. I seen the Transformers trailer, and I posted that. That might be. You really want to know? You go to our Facebook and you check it out. Yeah, that's the best way. Because usually, <laughs> me usually me and Mike are pretty up on on things, and we we post them right away. Um, especially when it's like trailers like this. I don't know why I watched it, but I watched the trailer. I was like, well, I guess I'll check it out. You got, you got to see what, what, what they're going to bring to the table. I mean, um, it's still Transformers. It's definitely, it's another weird thing. We see like a bunch of glimpses of like medieval times and mm-hmm. see some Nazi stuff. See and some fucking Anthony Hopkins. Some Anthony Hopkins. We hear some Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Um, I don't quite know what's going on in this movie. <laughs> I, know. I granted I didn't see Transformers Four. Oh, I tried watching it on Netflix and I fell asleep. <laughs> it's a it's a long one and it's pretty slow, if I remember, because I, I remember kind of dozing off somewhere in the middle or three quarters through. Is there is there a reason in that something happens in that movie? Why in the beginning of this trailer, Optimus Prime is just floating around in space? Honestly, I cannot remember. Okay. If there is, people, please fill us in. Uh, but there really wasn't anything to me noteworthy in it until the very end. Where, like, yeah, they, it, they, I was like, oh, shit, they kind of got me a little bit. I want to know. <laughs> Are you talking about the uh, the kill? The, uh, well, the big, I... The big fat kill? Maybe. <laughs> um, we see... Uh, Optimus Prime fighting Bumblebee. Yeah. And looking like he's getting ready to kill him. Well, he apologizes, or at least we think that he apologizes. It could be overdubbed from somewhere else. Yeah. But, yeah, you you hear Optimus apologize, and then you kind of see, like, a downward thrust with his sword. He also uh, rips, like, he, like, rips open his chest, too, because you see him, like, you see his arm jerk back and pieces go flying. So All, all I know is that this movie has Mark Wahlberg... It has Anthony Hopkins, and it has the one military dude from the first, like, three Transformers that was probably one of my favorite characters. So Josh Duhamel? Yeah, yeah. He, he plays in uh, that show Justified, or did. I don't know if it's still running or not. But the that's, that's like, three aces out of a four, four of a kind that, like, will get me to possibly walk into this movie. And, you know, if there's one thing I can take away from these movies, it's this, is uh, people are concerned about, you know, what people are saying about the uh, 
DC movies and where they keep making them is yeah. Warner Brothers going to keep producing them if they keep doing what they're doing. If these fucking Transformer movies are any indication, that doesn't matter because I honestly, I have not talked to anybody who can legitimately tell me they like every single Transformers movie. <laughs> not only that, but they all have, I'm pretty sure, piss poor reviews. Um, maybe, but for some reason, people just keep flocking to these fucking things. Maybe you can help me out here because, like, for me, what you just said, that's it's it's very easily understandable because A, big blockbuster movie. B, you have a transforming car into a giant robot. C, you have big explosive action. D, you have big stars. So why wouldn't people flock? And for me personally, I don't know if I just wasn't so engulfed into Transformers when I was a child that I was... I wasn't. Where where I was just... I felt like the first one and those to follow were a giant kick in the balls. But I feel for what Transformers as a, as a story-based driven thing is, these movies are doing it justice. Sue me if you think that that's wrong, but I honestly... I, I don't see Transformers being... I kind of wish Jeff was here. I'm sure you'd have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't see them being, like, dramatized in, like, huge story uh, arcs where it's just incredibly engulfing and you get so in love with the characters and, well, you know, you feel like Optimus Prime could be, you know, a sibling that you just never had. They... The problem is they... They try to give you these human characters and you don't really care about the human characters. You care about the you want to see more of the robot characters, but they're all kind of one dimensional. Well, yeah, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> Once again, I don't I don't I don't understand what what people are wanting here. If 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 you're upset by these movies, then I just I don't understand what you're looking for. Lack of like you said, lack of human connection, I think, is part of it. I guess so. It's it's one of those. Transformers movies are just kind of one of those things where it seems like you just kind of throw a bunch of shit on the screen. Yeah. And you have all this twisted and contorted metal and all this other stuff going on. But I don't remember the cartoons being um, any different. <laughs> I don't remember it being any different. Than- the, uh, I mean, the first one, I love the first one. I'll, I'll say that. I love yeah. that. It was... I still watch it. Fun. It was original. Um, and I, I just don't know what happened after that. Uh... The wheels fell off, <laughs> and, but for some reason, it's still going. Like, um, and even, so the first one, which I think is universally the most well-liked one of, of all four, yeah, that has a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is the highest rated one, hmm. followed by the third one, Dark of the Moon, mm-hmm. and then Age of Extinction has an 18, and Revenge of the Fallen has a 19. Age of Extinction has an 18. Yeah, which was the last one yeah. before this one, yeah. Revenge of the Fallen has a 19. Which was, I think, the second one. Yeah, because there's a pyramid yeah. on the poster right here. I would say roughly the way you said them is the way I would rank them. I would, I would say the first one, then Dark of the Moon, and then Age of Extinction, and then Revenge of the Fallen. I remember Revenge of the Fallen for me was, that was the one that was just like, I don't know if there's awful. ever been a follow-up. To like a big summer blockbuster like that, that for me, that disappointed me so bad. And I'm not, I'm not talking like a third one. I'm talking like the second one. Uh-huh. I can't think of one that disappointed me as much as that movie did. And I saw right. it twice. There was somebody when we posted this that made the comment about Michael Bay ruining. Um, I don't remember who it is right now. If you can look it up. Uh, ruining the Transformers movies once again this time around and mm-hmm. yeah, I, that's one viewpoint I also don't understand like it goes back to the, the maybe you were connected to them as a kid more than I was but I don't I, unless you just have a, a quarrel or a beef with Michael Bay and his way of directing which a lot of people do just I guess I don't know he didn't get the nickname Michael Boom Boom Bay for nothing <laughs> I guess I What's I don't know. I like big explosions. I like I like crazy action with crazy cameras and shit like that. I own a lot of Michael Bay films. Here's a question for you. Great sound from those movies. Uh, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, do you think if this movie's good, 
but the Transformers brand is already just such a dirty name and just such a dirty word that it's still going to be a lot of thing that people kind of like, no, those are terrible franchise. Um, are you talking about continuation? Well, no, I'm saying, do or you think in- even if this movie's really good, do you think it's enough? To, it would be enough to wash the the negative stink off the fran- franchise that it has, uh, or do you think that's like far gone? I think I think um, I think it's far gone, and I don't think it's anybody's fault but the general public, just because everybody has an opinion nowadays, and with the internet, everybody's opinion is like their fucking pride, and just. Everybody dogging these movies, expecting more than what they got, is gonna. It just. It's. All right, I'll put this. In, I'll put this. Hold on. I'll it was my in. brother that said that about the yeah. new Transformers was franchise. It? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's 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 like this, right? So everybody remembers high school. Everybody remembers that there was that one kid that people would just talk about randomly and just have all these stupid ass rumors. And those rumors then would fly around school and everybody would dislike this kid. But nobody truly knew this kid. And I'm not speaking from experience before anybody wants to get smart ass and fucking sit me down for a half an hour conversation, uh, how I really feel. But uh, then all of a sudden you, you, you hate this kid, but you're walking around. And if you sit down and really think about it, why do you hate this kid? For no other reason than the general public told you to hate this kid. He smells like old milk. He smells like old milk. <laughs> but it's it's the same situation. You you got you got right. hundreds you got hundreds of like of the of the geek brand culture kids going around going, Michael's Bay's Transformers is just god awful. And I'm 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 gonna be the guy to sit across from him and go, but why? There's there's explosions. He just it's not what Transformers are. Are you sure about that? Maybe you need to go back and watch the television show and watch the, the, the 1980s movie because I go back and I watch those and then I go back and I, I watch the Michael Bay Transformers and I feel like they're pretty much similar. Mm-hmm. You're just, you're, your nostalgia balls are fucking hurt because somebody took the shit from your childhood and made it into a big summer blockbuster and is making a lot of money off of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's just it's getting that that kind of crap is getting old and repetitive. So I I hope that this movie is um, a rebuttal to all the the terrible ones like Age of Extinction and um, Last of the Fallen, <laughs> Rise of the Fallen, or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, something's Revenge fallen. The, yeah, Revenge of the Fallen, uh, where it it just kind of it lacked in in more in uh, in pacing. Yeah, yeah, they lacked more in pacing than anything else. Yeah, because I never walk into those movies expecting some amazing story arc. No, I don't walk in there. You know, probably gonna cry. Even though I kind of almost did when Optimus died the first time. That was a, see. I thought that that was something that they could have handled so much better. Yeah, they could have split that into two movies. I think you could have had Optimus Prime die in like the. End of the first movie. Well, not the first movie, but like if you're doing the I, second, third, yeah, I, I follow. You, you know, have him die because you know that second one always gets to be you know the the down note. That's where yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Yes, it's the Empire Strikes Back syndrome. Yes, which I mean, it doesn't always have to be that way, but it's a it is an effective and useful tool. And yeah. It has worked. If if there's nothing wrong with the formula, why change it? Exactly. Um, oh, shoot me again. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'll I'll see. I'll see what happens. I mean, like I said, they had me partly interested. I have no idea what's going on in this trailer either. No. Uh, Last I heard, it has something to do with King Arthur's sword. It has to be the title of the last night or something. I don't know. Huh. Seems a little wonky to me. I'm sure we'll get like uh, another awesome opening with Optimus Prime, like giving a voiceover. It's going to be them. Back when Cybertron was a planet. When there was peace, <laughs> they're gonna. It's gonna be them fighting for something that could change the. War. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, I, do you think King Arthur's sword's another like all spark? Maybe. 
<laughs> Might be. I'm going on it right now. King Arthur's Sword's another Allspark. Or uh, whatever that thing from Revenge of the Fallen was. Matrix? The Matrix. Yes. It was The Matrix. <laughs> Seriously, I think that was the name of it. It was uh, The Matrix. That, that's what they shoved in Optimus' chest to bring him back to life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked like a weird dagger thingy. The Matrix of Leadership. Is that what it was? Oh, uh, no, that's what it was in the animated movie, I believe. Oh. You got the touch. <laughs> uh, so, and then uh, we have another trailer that surprised me that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Uh, and not to much, everything about this current franchise is a fucking surprise. Yeah. But we got a trailer for War of the Planet of the Apes. Caesar is back and Caesar is pissed. Yes. Uh, it has Woody Harrelson in it as the main antagonist, it looks like. Uh-huh. Which uh, is weird, because the human is the main antagonist. I liked, I liked what I saw. It yeah. looks very... I've loved this franchise so far. Um, the first one was uh, a delightful surprise. It was one of those oh, movies I, I saw the trailer for, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of interesting. I, James Franco in I it. Think I, I think I'll go, <laughs> you know... It might be some. And then I saw another trailer. I was like, I really want to see that. And uh-huh. I saw it and I loved it. Uh, the second one I really liked. Uh, some people didn't, but I thought it was still really well done. Um, this one, it's it's clear that they're definitely going more towards right. the planet. They definitely, uh, in, the, in the trailer, there's some things said that, in my opinion, it, this this is the final one. This is the final prequel of the Planet of the Apes. I don't know if it will be. You think they'll squeeze another one? I think they might do another one. Hmm. I think they're... I'm, Kirk, I may be wrong, but I think I read something. That they're going to squeeze? That they they might do more. Um, I'm guessing I'm guessing it'll all depend on how this one uh, ends up doing, but... And if the interest is still there. Yeah. I posted this on my personal Facebook, and I, I didn't think about it until I was on my way over here, but uh, Damon from... Uh, accidental wrestling fan and uh, Gogo Pata and the hundreds of other worst millennials. Yeah, worst millennials. Um, he commented on it and said that you know about the the, the pace they're knocking these out, and it's, it's like a three year difference between each of the release mm-hmm. years. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's that's pretty average. But then you think about it and think about how much like Andy Circus has like done besides those movies, and it's actually even more impressive. Mm-hmm. That they're getting him out as fast as they're getting him out because he's done everything from like um, Lord of the Rings. Lord of well, the he Ring. didn't do it during, but he was in Age of Ultron. Yeah, Age of Ultron. He was. Uh, he did uh, Star Wars. Oh yes, that's right. He wrote that. I forgot he wasn't that. Yeah, he did some uh, visual acting for Star Wars. Uh, he's also working on uh, guys. A, guys, a grinder. The man. Jungle Book. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not the Disney version that came out recently, but there's another version uh-huh. that they're doing that he's also uh, working on. Yeah, so that, that guy, I mean, that alone. Give that man an Oscar. Yeah, seriously. The uh, fuckers waited this long to give Leo one. Might as well cut the shit and give uh, Andy one. There was, and I, I, I realize like we're, we're talking about the trailers very minimally that we're talking about the past movies. <laughs> Yeah. A little bit more. <laughs> but uh We're getting I, you hyped, you sons of bitches. I remember when I saw the first one and there was the scene where the guy went to go hit Caesar. Uh-huh. And Caesar grabbed it. Uh-huh. And when he said no. Are you talking about uh Malfoy? Yeah. Yeah. And you could you, it was like you could feel the air get sucked Fuck. out of the theater. I just got chills. Yeah. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. I yeah. It's, it's like something. you just, it was like one of those just oh shit moments. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I remember and that pretty good. I think in that movie especially, and I think we're also seeing it just in the second one, and now we're going to see it more in the third one, just seeing the evolution of that character uh-huh. is something really awesome. Yeah. And well done, and I think people need to take note of that, that they have taken a CGI ape, <laughs> chimpanzee, if you will, if, if, and put more character development <laughs> and story behind them that they do in some, like, 
living, breathing characters in movies. Right. I mean, if Twilight did that, it'd probably be even a bigger hit. <laughs> um, and I'm really excited to see Woody Harrelson in it because Woody Harrelson's like <laughs> awesome in everything he's, he's fucking in. Yeah, I always think of him as like that weird, cool uncle that always comes over for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and you're just like, oh man, w- w- Uncle Woody's coming over. And then you can usually find him out in the garage and it smells smoke. like skunk. <laughs> you think that's how the movie's going to end? They're going to make peace and smoke a, smoke a giant jo- uh, joint? A doobie? Maybe. The weed is for the people. It's the people's weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, um, he's always pretty intense, too. Woody Harrelson? He, he can be. We um, saw... Um, he was my favorite part of Hunger Games, pretty much. God damn it. What the fuck was that movie we went and seen? With him in it? Yeah. It was just like a month ago. Oh. It's about a girl. She was a teenager. Oh, why can't I think of the fucking name? <laughs> Give me a little bit more than a girl and a teenager. It's like 90% of movies nowadays. This is going to drive me insane if I don't look it up. <laughs> Okay, hang on. Bear with me, people. It's like an earworm. Oh, my God. You just made me think of Star Trek 2. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fucking con. The Edge of 17. Okay, there it is. Yeah, I have no idea what All that right. is. It was a nice, like, coming-of-age movie. But uh, he played a teacher in it, and he was a very, like, blunt teacher. And he, you get the idea that he... In the movie, he the him as a teacher, he says things that if it was a teacher watching it, they'd be like, "I wish I could say that." <laughs> that's uh that's how I thought of um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character in uh, that movie, Charlie Bartlett. Charlie Bartlett. He was always that. Like, he's like that principal that says shit that I'm pretty sure. Nobody, they, no, yeah. not a real principal could yeah. say because it would probably get fired. Yeah, every every principal and teacher sitting there watching that movie, going, "He he always say that because he's Robert Downey Jr." <laughs> if I was Robert Downey Jr., I could say that too. Could you though? Probably. Yeah. I mean, that guy, that guy, he's magical. <laughs> he's, he's like a human incarnate of a unicorn. Um, the one, uh, the one part in the trailer that like really like stood out to me was where uh, Caesar kind of kneels down and Woody Harrelson like puts the gun, the gun right to his head. And I'm like, oh, don't kill Caesar. That was, that was pretty intense. The other really intense part was uh, at that waterfall scene where uh, Woody Harrelson turns around and like Caesar and him kind of catch eye. And then he jumps off and starts firing the automatic weapon. Mm-hmm. And Caesar jumps after him. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. I, uh, you know, I feel like in these movies, for the legend of Caesar to happen, at, at one point he needs to be, you know, uh, immortalized. He needs to become like a martyr. Yeah. Like, I thought for sure it was going to happen in the second one. Oh, yeah. Like, I was ready. I was like, okay, they're, they're probably going to kill him off. <laughs> this is probably going to happen. There was a lot of heartstring tugs in that second one. Uh, but they didn't do it. So now I'm mentally preparing myself for them to possibly do it in this one. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it just it seems like it's a natural progression yeah. of the story. Um, he's, he's already been kind of thrusted into this role of war that I don't think he wants to. Didn't want to fully do, but because of uh, his hand was swayed. Yes. Yes. Uh, what's his name? The one ape that tried to take over. Oh. A scary looking Scarface motherfucker. Dick Cheese. That's. <laughs> I don't think that was his name. That wasn't his name. No, it was. Uh, it began with a K. Ugly gorilla. It began, with a, it began with a K. I know that it was like. Koba. Koba. Was, no. No, that's not it. Koba. That's from something else. I feel like that's from like a Sean Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> Like that was the enemy he was facing, Koba. Me. Was it Koba? It could have been. Hold on. Koba. Was it Koba? It was Koba. Oh, okay. Played by Toby. Toby? <laughs> this is Toby Cabal. <laughs> um, but this is another movie that I 
kind of forgot was coming out. Like I keep forgetting about it. Then they release something. I'm like, Oh yeah, shit. That's right. That movie's coming out. And then other stuff happens. And then I kind of forget about it. Uh-huh. So I think it was a good idea for them to release it at the end of this week. Yeah. So that way, like it didn't get fucking sandwiched in between guardians and Spider-Man and, and transformers and all yeah. that, all that mumbo jumbo. Yeah. They definitely would have, Sad to say, they would definitely would have got a lost, lost in the, the shuffle. shuffle. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I just want to say congratulations to you and to me. And thanks to Jeff not being here, we got through this entire discussion without there being one Harambee joke. Oh my goodness, we did. <laughs> So yay for us! Wow! Yay! Well, you did say we were leaving to 2016 in the past. We're looking forward to 2017. That's true. We got to move on to new memes. Got to get new shit, man. Got to get some new fucking material, people. You can keep the Joe Biden memes though. You can keep those. The Joe Biden. Those are fucking glorious. Yeah. <laughs> those um, will forever live on. Uh, so it's time for the main event. <laughs> Talk about WrestleMania now. Yep. Uh, we also, on, on Thursday night, we were delighted and treated to the first trailer for Marvel Studios Spider-Man Homecoming. Marvel Studios slash... Oh, it just says Marvel Sony. Studios on the... Oh, really? On the logo, but it does show the Sony logo in the... I thought so. In the, in the beginning, but fuck it. Fuck I'm em. calling a spade a spade. <laughs> That's racist. If this movie has anything good to offer at this point, it's probably going to be all due <laughs> to, to Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Um, Definitely agree with that for sure. First scene of the trailer. And this is the trailer that I mentioned earlier. I watched probably about six or seven times. Oh. So it's really fresh in my brain. This, this trailer brought me back because I was watching it like a 16-year-old. I was up really late. Janelle was sleeping. And I was watching it with like low volume. Like, really close to my face. <laughs> Under the covers. Not, yeah, try not to wake her up, you know, because I might get yelled at for not being asleep. Um, do you have a fucking bedtime? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you know. You hit an age where your bedtimes uh, get called into play again. If not, you're up till four in the morning. Um, it's got to be order. I enjoyed the, the first scene in the trailer. I was like, I'm already on board with this. Where he's uh, thwarting a bank robbery, oh. and they're all wearing like plastic Avengers masks. Yeah. And he's like, "Wait a minute, you're not the Avengers." <laughs> uh, Hulk gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, that that gave me a red flag to say that this type of humor uh, will be more towards the new age of Spider-Man, not so much like super quirky. Mm-hmm. Uh, might fly over your head, Spider-Man. Not saying, you know, he's going to fly over your head, but... No pun intended. Na- 90s Spider-Man was very quirky, and, like, if if you weren't on the up and up and you weren't uh, knowing what's going on with, like, almost everything, a lot of the jokes and quirks in the comic book would fly over your head, and you wouldn't even know it until, like, later on down the road, you'd read it five years, and you'd be like, oh, my God, I never caught this. Where this one kind of, like, if you watch uh, the new Disney show, uh, Spider-Man and Friends, or whatever the hell they're calling it. Sp- Ultimate Spider-Man. Is it Ultimate Spider-Man? Yeah. Uh, where it's, his jokes are, they're, they're still quippy, but um, kind of straight to the point. Uh, and I feel like that's probably the Spider-Man we're going to get with it. I have no issues with that, but, you know, I'm, an, I'm, I'm a Marvel 90s kid. Like, I'm, I, like, I like that kind of quippage. I think it's going to be really, uh, I mean, just like the tone of the movie uh-huh. was unlike anything I think that we've seen or expected. Yeah. The the song in the beginning of the trailer, I forget what that song's called or who it's by, but. I do, like, I, I, I'm hearing it, but I can't remember yeah. it completely. Uh, I should have watched it again before. It makes me think, like, rewinding. Back to like the summer when I had heard that one of the things they were going through was kind of like a, a 1980s John Hughes uh-huh. feel. Huh. Like uh, the Brat Pack type 
Okay, I was gonna ask you like like Breakfast Club yeah, or Home yeah. Alone. Like yeah, like Breakfast Club. <laughs> like the like, you know, Brett Pack, you know, Breakfast Club, sixteen candles like vibe. And and I totally got that just from that. It's funny you should mm. say that, seeing as how Mr. Stark is in the movie. That's fu- yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh and uh just seeing like from how they uh the, that whole like interaction of him in school and all stuff when they're watching yeah. uh, the girl and they're like, we should probably stop looking before it gets weird. <laughs> and I'm like, this is, this is something special. I can already tell. Um, and what little like interaction we got between Stark and Spider-Man is definitely like a, you're under my wing kid. I know. Like that's kind of what's selling me on it is kind of like the, um, like the adopted father kind of thing that they're playing off of, where Stark is kind of playing his uh, taking him under his wing and you know being his guidance, his web wings, his web wings, um, and being his guidance and kind of uh, being that strong male role model that uh, with sadly without an origin story, I feel it would be kind of weird placing Uncle Ben in the mix. Uh, just because if you don't have the origin story, then you're kind of basing it off of old subject matter. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you want to look at Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire, uh, for the general public, it, it'll it would be confusing. Uh, where you know us as comic book people, we would understand why he's having you know foresights of Ben telling him with great power comes great responsibility. And well, I think too, like with the past two movies. And Spider-Man's been thrusted in such a spotlight. Like, he's not just a popular superhero with, like, comic book fans. Mm-hmm. Regular people. Yeah. Everybody knows who Spider-Man is. People probably... I would say people, for the most part, know Spider-Man's origin just as well as they know Bruce Wayne's. Yeah. And it's just something we don't need to see again. Yeah. No, I, I it's, it's, agree with that. It's just like, you know... Uh, I don't fucking need to see Uncle Ben die again. <laughs> Just like I don't fucking... Not again. You know, in, like when, uh, when I started watching Batman v Superman, and, and even though I knew it was going to happen, and we saw the whole like murder of the Waynes again, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, we got to fucking see this. <laughs> How many fucking times have I seen these people die? <laughs> uh, I can't count on one hand. Um, it's been a lot, but... Oh, shit. What was I going to say? Oh, um, okay, yeah, like even you said the general populace knows about uh, Spider-Man's origin. You know, it's a pretty well-known origin. Uh, but think think younger. Mm. All right, so like the, these uh, preteens or even teenagers possibly going in to see this movie, um, as, as a studio – they I'm, I'm assuming they want to they want to base this Spider-Man away from the other Spider-Mans, just like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was based away from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. And to introduce that role of Ben without having that origin, I feel would be confusing. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So Tony Stark, I feel, might be playing that part a little bit uh, stronger than we think. He's going to be playing that part. You know, I don't think it's going to be really a, a, a cameo uh, where he just gives him a suit and, you know, has a little pep talk. Well, no, him. because we, we, we get that, uh, what I call, like to call the money shot. The money <laughs> At the end of the trailer with uh, Spider-Man swinging and Iron Man flying beside him. And yeah. I was just like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> if only I could get that reaction. Um, I... I am slightly afraid of when I seen that, uh, just because um, knowing Spider Man and knowing in general how much of a heavy physical hitter he can be, I don't want Iron Man stepping in and kind of taking the limelight from Spider Man in his own movie. They won't. I hope not. I mean. You could say... Uh, I want to I see Spider-Man take somebody down on his own. There was a lot of concern with, like... Uh, with... Um, Are you watching the trailer? No. Oh. 
there's like a lot of concern with civil war of, you know, how is people saying, oh, oh, it's just another Avengers movie. It's not a Captain America movie. Yeah. You know, how are we getting, you know, why isn't this, you know, more cab focused? And then after you see the movie, like, yeah, this is totally Captain America's story. This is Steve's story. This is, you know, you can still have those, those heavy hitter characters in there and not, Chew up the scenery, which is very hard. It's very hard to have Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. in a movie and have him not chew up the scenery. Yeah, because he is just such you know a, a scene stealing son of a bitch. Yes, he is. I just recently watched The Judge, and that for you people that don't know, uh, Robert Duvall is that his name. Mm-hmm. He's in that, which is a he's a pretty heavy hitter actor wise, also. And Robert Downey Jr. completely steals the movie, hundred percent. Like I'm just, I felt bad for multiple reasons for Robert Duvall and his character. Um, but yeah, I, I think we'll be good. I think they're going to do a good balance. I hope um, so. I think we're going to see enough of it. I think they wouldn't. Marvel's smart. I think if it was Sony doing it, I'd be more concerned. Uh-huh. But unlike you know some franchises, Transformers. I don't have a reason to not trust Marvel and expect nothing but good. I mean, some may say it's kind of naive. Leading the sheep. To just, you know, <laughs> think like, oh, it's Marvel. They're just assuming it's going to be fine. Uh-huh. And, you know, there's always going to be maybe there'll be maybe a little bit of skepticism. But for the most part, I'm like, I, I trust these people. They they have not let me down yet. Right. This That'll be their 15th, 16th movie, something like that. Wow, you put it like that. It's like, you can't argue with numbers. You can't argue with a track record like that. Yeah. Um, we also got a peek at the Vulture, Michael Keaton. Uh, what? I wish we got it. Uh, we seen Michael Keaton, and then we seen the Vulture, but we didn't see the two. You, you, you feel what I'm saying? Well, yeah. There but it's... Like- it's uh, have you seen... Um, They've released images of the Marvel Marvel Legends Vulture figure. Uh-huh. It's going to have a Build-A-Figure wings. The wingspans are going to be like fucking huge on this thing. Jesus. But it, it helps you get a better look at the Vulture's costume. Uh-huh. And it, it looks really cool. Like, I like how they did it. Because in the trailer, you kind of see he has that fur around the neck. Yeah. He has like an aviator's jacket on. Oh. That's where that fir- like I was like that makes fucking sense. So like he could have been like an Air Force pilot or something, or even a pilot in general. And I'd be interested to see if this tech he uses is similar to the tech used by Sam Wilson. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. What if it was Sam's partner that supposedly died? Oh well, then you'd have to have Sam in it. <laughs> Not technically, um, but I'm. I'm. At one point, I was watching it, and I was like, "Wow, Michael Keaton's now in like the Marvel Cinematic Universe." Yeah, Batman has invaded. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Batman has come into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's. I was like, "That's fucking nuts." Um, I've always, I've always been a huge fan of Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, so, I'm glad he's back. Oh yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does for this role. I like the part too where he. he uh, I hope he gets nuts. Where uh, uh, Peter's friend is in his room and he comes in in the Spider-Man costume. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not him. He hits like it's weird because he hits the spider button and the suit just kind of falls. Yeah, it was really weird for me watching. (laughs) I was like, did you uh, feel weird in yeah your pants? A little bit. He was ripped. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Tony has to He's confused <laughs> I gotta go home And contemplate my life um, um But no This trailer like It was everything I hoped it would be Backtrack just a little bit When that happened And uh You obviously We find out that his identity Is shown to his best friend mm-hmm. I was kind of angry <laughs> Like, like I was Repeating like, the goddamn mistakes I, of the past Exactly I was just kind of like God In the trailer we find it out in the trailer that he can't keep his identity secret. Like, it's just like... He's the ah, worst. Damn it, Parker. He's got a, like, 
sew his mask to his head. Yeah. I mean, for Christ's sake. I don't know. I've, I, like I said, I went back and, and watched that trailer like probably another th- four or five times. Then I watched it a couple more times in the morning. And I was just like, this, this is Spider-Man. This is going to be our Spider-Man now. Those web wings, though. The web wings. Oh, man, those were cool. Those were nice. Those were really cool. It got me really excited when I seen them. Something it's, so stupid. Like, everybody else would be like, so? He's got web wings. I'm sitting over here like, oh, dude, he's got fucking web wings. Because that's a trait that, like, is such an old Spider-Man trait yeah. that they never, like, they went back and forth on. Sometimes he'd have them, sometimes he wouldn't. And it's just cool that they're resorting to old tricks to make him different. Yeah. From the other Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, and I was going to actually go back and uh, and watch it, uh, Civil War. Yeah, no. Yeah, he did. Did he actually show expression with the eyes? And not no. Just, okay. They just kind of closed in. Right. Because the, the way I understood it is because when uh, Stark first finds his suit and he has those goggles, he's like, geez, how do you, can you see any? He's like, yes. He's like, and he tries to explain that he has them to try to help him focus more. Right. Yeah. So on the suit, he has those lenses that kind of, I think, help him focus yeah. and, uh, Kind of closes off his sight, so he's yeah, over, overpowered. But I did like in Civil War, like where like you notice his spider sense goes off and his, the eyes get real big. Uh-huh. Like they can be used as an expressive tool. He uh, there's a part I think it's in that beginning scene where the expression is utilized uh, in the eyes, like they go kind of wide. I can't remember what exactly happens, but I I, I seen him go wide and kind of show expression, very Deadpoolish oriented, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. Well, the Deadpool eyes were a game changer. Fuck yeah, they were. Sure, that was you a, could actually do that shit and, and pull it off and look good. And yeah, like I think a lot of people, a lot of studios would just be like, well, why, why are the eyes white and why do they move? If yeah. it's a mask, why would it move? Right. It's like not everything needs a fucking explanation. Don't be so literal and just just. Go with it, man. Just feel the flow. Yeah, exactly. Um, I hope think? they do more, a little more with the eyes. And I think we'll see it. What I thought was pretty crazy, too, is aside from the web wings, it's the exact same suit looks like from Civil War. Kind of looks that way. I'm, I'm probably going to obviously sit down and further and analyze it. Uh, analyze? Analyze it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's not, I mean... And I think that's the one thing where how they keep doing these, you know, this is our third version of Spider-Man already, is Spider-Man has such a simple costume. Yeah. There's only so much you can do with it. Uh-huh. And Marvel found a way to keep it simple but add to it but not detract from it. Yep. Like, if you look at some of the fucking concept designs they had for Amazing Spider-Man, holy shit. Um, you thought people were pissed with what they got in the first movie? <laughs> They would have rioted. I can't wait for the day, and this is the fanboy speaking, uh, that we get Todd McFarlane size eyes. The closest we've had was the Andrew Garfield ones in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Those were some, yeah. those were some big eyes. They were, but I enjoyed them. Those were some, yeah. They hit the heart. I, I know, and you know, say you know, everybody has their opinion, and you're all entitled to it. You're wrong, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, but you. I, I loved Amazing Spider-Man 2. I loved that suit. That suit was, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was definitely, it was just, it was everything that I had hoped for. Uh, and the movie wasn't that bad, people. I don't, Give the kid a break. <laughs> I am so, that's another one that I'm so confused about. Like, everybody, you either loved it or you hated it, and I don't understand why, why did you hate it? Like, nobody... Every person I have talked to, and if I'm wrong, then come and talk to me because I want to know somebody that just says... We're always open for a spirited discussion. Yeah. Like, I, I want somebody to tell me why you generally hated the movie. What made you hate it, hate it other than, I just didn't like it? Other people didn't like it, so I didn't like it. Yeah. Like, it had, it had almost everything. It had Gwen Stacy's death. If you did not get tore apart 
during Gwen Stacy's death in that movie, you are either a heartless son of a bitch or you just don't give a damn about character development at all. Some people think they did it too early. But apparently since they didn't get another movie, I mean, <laughs> was when it, were they going to do it? Was it? And then I, I've heard other people say that uh, Jamie Foxx is Electro ruined the movie. Don't think that either. Like, maybe Jamie Foxx was not the right casting, but I don't think him it was ruined the movie. There was some campiness to it. There was a little campiness, yeah. but campy isn't a dirty word, people. No. Um, it's not a bad thing. Don't You don't have to... Not everything has to be, you know, grim and gritty and, and brooding and... Bleh. Unless you're Batman. Unless you're Batman. Um, <laughs> now that we're talking about this, everybody I've talked to, it's either, like one of these reasons or like all of these reasons that ruined the whole movie. Um, the green goblin, another thing people are mad about, like why did one thing ruin the whole movie? Like, okay, the green goblin wasn't good. Yeah. It could have done a little bit more. I mean, I don't either done more with him or just leave him out completely. Cause he did feel very shoehorned in. Yeah. Um, and I think that might, maybe that's where people feel that it was rushed. In a rewatch, the whole deal, like when it's happening, I actually liked a lot. Like it had, it gave it a very like creepy monster vibe, which was kind of cool, kind of authentic, and just overall different from what what to be expected. And not to mention, there was gonna be more. Oh my god! You know, we got another trailer. Mm-hmm. The Mummy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Eh. If you don't want to talk about it, just edit this out. I mean, <laughs> I really don't have much to say about it. It had the Tom Cruise run. I mean, he runs in, he's running away from his gay thoughts. <laughs> that was my uh, Family Guy reference for the day. <laughs> Go away, gay thoughts. You can't catch me. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. Well, I think that will do it Damn spent. for this one. Um, let us know which of these four movies, well, five, if we include The Mummy. Yeah. You are most excited to see. Uh, me, personally, I think I'm leaning a little bit more towards the Spider-Man Homecoming <laughs> route. I, uh, I think because it's something, I don't know, there's just something about that trailer that Hit me in the chest. (laughs) Um, I agree with you. It's something old, but something new. Something red and something blue. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know. Um, But no, I agree with you. I think I'm leaning a little bit more towards Spider-Man. They're definitely using my nostalgia against me and bringing the five-year-old out inside. Uh, not to mention they got, you know, 20-something-year-old Tony with Iron Man in there, too. And just just to see how it all plays out, I'm really interested in, in to see how they handle this, how, the, how they, how they uh, bring Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe light like, a little bit further than Civil War. I'm interested to see how they handle, like, all the marketing because I don't know if it was done on purpose where Spider-Man wasn't included in any of the marketing for Civil War. Uh-huh. Um, maybe, you know, it could be argued that, well, maybe it was, you know, a whole thing to keep the suit under wraps, but even after the suit was revealed, you still don't see anything with them. True. For example, there have been, uh, three, currently three hot toy figures released from the civil war line, Uh which have awesome boxes. They replicate what the comic book covers look like very nicely white oh. bottom with like nice imagery on top and the image on top usually features whatever character is in some kind of battle pose with other characters around them battling. So it has every member from each team uh-huh. except for Spider-Man, hmm. no Spider-Man. He's the only figure in the line. He's the only character that they haven't even touched or tried to do or announced that they're doing. Interesting. So I don't know if, there's some weird licensing thing with Sony and Marvel. Yeah. Um, I would imagine they would have that all ironed out by the time the movie comes out. <laughs> ironed I, cause I, out. 
in, I don't think they're going to release a Spider-Man movie and not have any fucking merchandise or just put Peter Parker on all the merchandise. Like we can't put Spider-Man on there. Put, <laughs> put Iron Man on there. And up, up. Well, there you said they already have a vulture. There, yeah, they are. There already is a vulture figure. So, so it's got to be something. It's got to be something. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers for that Spider-Man hot toy. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that's where I'm heading. I, well, you know, I'm still waiting for the Drax to be released. So, I love, there's a lot of people still waiting on the Hulkbuster too. Yeah, I heard about that. Real <laughs> glad I didn't invest into that one. You might have had it paid off by now, probably. <laughs> but I would have been pretty angry. So, leave us all your thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, dreams, wishes, hopes, fears. Yeah, all of it. First we want to hear it. First loves. First touch. <laughs> uh, until next week, I am Mike. And I'm Tony. We'll see you next week on the podcast. Peace, bitches. <laughs>